LIW American Horse Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW American Horse Story Review, episode 30. Also, it's strangely episode, or yeah, show number 450 for LIW Studios. It's fucking crazy. We've done 450 shows. Total. It's, it's insane. Uh, it's crazy. Anyway, uh, today's episode is 708 Winter of Our Discontent, which has a great little pun in there because one of our characters' name is Winter. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, in this episode, Rudy and Kai uh, starts off with Rudy and Kai talking about Kai's success and how successful he is and, oh, he's so successful and Rudy's so goddamn proud of his little brother. And he hugs, a, he hugs his uh, little brother after this little speech. He's like, I'm the better. And they hug. And then Kai's like, ah. By the way, can you call me a great ruler or something like that? And then you see Rudy's face just be like, oh, shit. Like, it's gone to his head. And it, if you weren't certain if Rudy was in on this or not, he is, but he doesn't. He's kind of being concerned at this point. And you can see it right in his face. I'm like, oh, goddamn. This shit's just going to go bad. Anyway, uh, but their, their plan was to, to make uh, videos. Rudy's going to make videos for Kai and... Yeah, he ins- that's what it was. Is Kai insists on calling him councilman. He wants Rudy to call him councilman. He's like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, end of scene. And then uh, at this point, I was like sitting there watching the screen. I'm like, I'm still waiting for Dennis O'Hare to show up. Where the fuck is that guy? Him, he made, he makes this show. Him and Kathy Bates. I just, I just miss both of them. Uh, I could do without Lady Gaga. I'm kind of glad she's not in it. To be honest, uh, I could do without her. But uh, Kathy Bates and Dennis O'Hare, I, I really miss them. I need them in the show. They they make the show so much so much better. I, I, I my undying love for both of them. They they both just elevate the show just overall. It really breaks my heart that they're not in it. Anyway, uh, this episode is officially the the sexist episode. They've moved on from like uh, racism and uh, you know the xenophobic nature of you know with all their complaints before like. All the Trump shit. Now it's just plain old, plain old sexism. And they're going right for the Donald Trump uh, grabbing about the pussy thing. They, they mention it like seven times throughout the rest of the show. Anyway, because all the women in the cult are working in the kitchen. Like literally working in the kitchen making all the guys meals. Because uh, Kai and his space monkeys are all out in the lobby. They're getting their food. You know, they're, they're all saying horribly sexist shit. They call women bitches like a thousand fucking times in the next few episodes. Just a thousand times. Like, shut up, bitch. Like, you bitch. What are you bitches up to? Like, they say that so much. And I'm like, okay, guys, you're hitting it a little hard. Hitting this. I get it. They're sexist. They're saying awful things. Like, I get it. You can, you, you can take it down a notch because they don't, they don't let off. So the show is officially into this now. They're, they're moving full force into this. Anyway. There is a city council meeting, and uh, Kai's in the middle. It's like a fucking emperor. He's His plan is to put armed guard in the streets, which would be his space monkeys, his cult, and the, and the other council members. Like, can we not do that? Because that's insane. We already have cops, so why are we doing this? And they, um, they, uh, Kai's pretty much threatening this guy, because he's like, who else is on board? And they all raise their hands, and this guy's like, I don't want to. And then he's like, wouldn't it be a shame you know, if something were to happen to you Living at this address, he says his address, like 453 Maple Street. Oh, you're two little girls. Wouldn't it be a shame if something had happened to them because we didn't have enough armed guards in the streets? Wouldn't it be a shame if something really terrible happened to them, like they got killed? Just threatening him. And then the guy's like, yeah, I'm on board. And I was like, yeah, politics. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, they kind of do a little flashback here where Winter's describing what happened with Kai because the women in the kitchen are just like, what the fuck's going on with your brother? Like, what the hell? He's making us work in a kitchen. Uh, Beverly's giving her shit, and then Winter's like, he's not that bad. Like, how, you know how it began? 
And then she starts telling the story about they're on the dark web and they're fucking with these people, talking about like abortion. Women need to be killed who have abortions and save the baby but kill the woman or something like that. And they eventually get invited to this guy's house on the dark web. And let me just say about the dark web, I thought I knew what the dark web was. I thought I had every idea what it was. I thought it was just, uh, you know, places that most people don't know about, like like websites that people just don't go to and, and just have secret access and then I listened to an episode of Sword and Scale where he goes over what the dark web is. He interviews this guy who, who goes full into detail what it is. I didn't realize it was like independent servers and like you literally can't access it with your, your internet. You have to get a certain type of something, something. I don't know the specifics of it, but specifics, Jesus Christ. I don't know the specifics of it, but I, I it sounds insane. Like I, I can't even imagine that this shit's really happening. Like you can go there and they talk about all these like death pools and shit. You can like, and just the weird shit that goes in on there. I had no idea. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a virgin for the internet again. I feel like I like I thought my porn was weird, but this is it's a whole different thing there. You can go with like watch people get murdered and shit. Like insane. I had no idea. No interest. No interest. No thank you. I'm I'm good. Uh I'm shut off emotionally, but I'm not a fucking psychopath or sociopath. I don't need to see that shit. I don't need to get my jollies off that way. Don't want to watch it. Same thing I feel about those guys who watch Faces of Death movies. Like, why? Like, it's so cool and dark. Like, yeah, great. Okay. It doesn't make you any more hardcore. It just makes you kind of dumb. Makes it, And by kind of, I mean, like, insanely stupid. It makes you very simple. It's like a fucking animal at that point. Like, oh, people got murdered with a hammer. <laughs> fucking great. You're fucking, you're, you're a dumb rock, basically. You're just a, you're a shit person. Anyway. Anyway, so they go to this haunted house thing, this guy's house. And essentially, it's set up like a weird haunted house. They start going through the rooms, and there's a girl like on a gurney, and she's like, "My baby," uh. and, she, and and then uh, she's like, "They're gonna kill me. This isn't part of the. This isn't part of. This isn't an attraction. This isn't part of a game. She, they're really gonna kill me." And then uh, Kai goes, "Bummer." And I was like, oh, "That's awesome. I love his reaction." And uh, they keep walking through the rooms. And they see this frail guy in a bed, and he's all sunken. He's tied to the bed, and he's like, "They gave me my drugs. They gave me a bunch of drugs. Yeah." And I was like, they're officially doing every David Fincher movie now because we got the Space Monkeys from from a Fight Club. We're we're getting the the withered away guy in a bed who even does that little uh, pretend to be dead until Kai gets close and he goes ah, exactly what happens in Seven and then another David Fincher movie. They're just doing all of them right now, and they're they're just gonna keep amping it up. But they walk through here, uh, they they go into the next room, they go and they find this guy tied to a chair. And he's like, in, in 10 seconds, when he's done speaking, because the guy, the, the guy who owns the house is doing like this weird sermon thing. He's dressed up like a priest. He's even got the crucifix behind him. And he's speaking through a microphone just like a haunted house would. And he's just like, and this, and this, is, and this, you know, in this room we have a guy, a, a sinner, a, a pedophile. He's, like, he's gay. He, he's a sodomite. He deserves to be stricken, you know, put down. And the guy's like, when he's done speaking, a bunch of knives are going to pierce through my chest. I saw it when I came through here before. I think he's... I don't know how he saw it before. I don't know why he was there before. Anyway, uh, it's kind of like a saw a saw scene meets True Detective because like this weird one weird crazy guy doing all this shit. It feels weird. It feels skeevy is the word I would use because that's definitely a word I use in my everyday life, skeevy. Anyway, uh, Kai gets the guy free. Kai and Winter get the guy free. They track down the guy who runs the place who's freaking out. He has security cameras everywhere, so he's just watching them go after him. They eventually get a hold of him, and they're like, 
Because the whole time the guy's doing the speech, like, this woman is having an abortion. She's a sinner. She deserves to die. This guy's a junkie. He deserves to die. This other guy, he's a, he's a sodomite, and he deserves to die. And they, they capture the guy. They knock him out. They, they wake, he wakes up. He's tied, to a, he's tied to that chair that the guy was tied to that the knives are going to go through his chest. And they're like, this woman was going in for some, uh, some birth control. Like, she wasn't having an abortion. This guy was getting methadone treatment. So he actually was quitting j- drugs. This guy wasn't gay. He was <laughs> something... I forget what his was, but, like, basically the guy was just getting it all wrong. They're showing that Kai is seeing how a bad cult or a bad psychopath is, and, and you got to do your homework, you got to do your research. They're just kind of showing how Kai overcomes this, and, like, what, he realizes this guy's mistakes, I guess. I guess what they're going for. Anyway, they all decide to kill the guy, so they push the button, and the, and the knives go through his chest. Very, very... Very dramatic because it was, it wasn't at all. They just killed the guy. <laughs> it's like it was just a saw saw setup. Anyway, uh, there's oh god, the next scene here. Uh, Jesus Christ, I don't know how to get in this. Kai decides he tells Winter she's gonna have a baby, and he's like, "You you have to have the divine baby. Like if we have a baby together, it'll be, it'll be like a miracle baby." She's like, "I am not having sex with my brother." He's like, "No, no, no, that's not what I'm suggesting. Obviously." And what she suggests is even weirder, or what he suggests is even stranger. They they have like this, oh God, I can't even. So they bring in the cop, the cop from before, the blonde dude. He's going to fuck Winter, and then Kai's going to fuck that dude from behind. So that Kai is inside the guy while the guy is coming in his sister. And somehow that's less weird for Kai. Somehow that's perfectly fine. I honestly believe it would be less weird if they just fucked. Because this is involving just a, a conduit body, which is just goddamn bizarre. And then the guy can't get it up because he's gay. And, and he's just like, this is weird. I'm not into this. And then uh, and he, Kai's like, I can't enter you until you enter her. This is how it works. This is how the ritual works. And then uh, uh, fucking Winter freaks out. She's like, you don't even, you're just making this shit up. The ritual that you made up, this is how it works. And you're fucking made up ritual. What the fuck are you talking about? And Kai's just like, oh, oh. He's like, feels defeated. And then uh, there's a, while they're doing this, the, the song I Swear is playing, which is why I played it in the beginning here. It's I Swear. It's, like, it's a sexy song. It has to be done for the ritual. And it just reminded me of the devil rape scene from Witchery that was happening. If Go back and watch a shitty movie showdown episode two. Episode two. There's a rape scene in that, in that show, in that movie that we watched uh, from Witchery. It, it feels like this. It's very fucking weird. It's, uh, this one's a little more uncomfortable. Just because of everything that's going on, we got a three-way going on. She calls bullshit on it. Anyway, they're, they're done with that. Um, Allie and Rudy are having an argument in their, at their house while this is happening. And Rudy tells Allie that Kai is his brother. She shows him a picture, and then she realizes that Winter is the sister of Kai, and you know they're all related. And she's like, what the fuck? She freaks out, understandably. That She's like, your, your goal is just to drive me insane? Well, guess what? I'm cured now. I'm not insane. I'm not scared of anything anymore. And he's like, you really think you're cute? Like, no. But anyway, uh, Allie invites Kai over. They have him. He brings his fucking Gestapo with him. Gestapo. And uh, he's she's making manwich. She's like, I'm making I'm making a manwich. It's for man. Like, it's a manly meal. And he's like, you understand? I want to have my men eat this first and drink my drink my drink first. And she's like, that's fine. And she's like, I, I didn't come bring you here to poison me. I didn't bring you here to poison you. And Basically, Allie's like, I have something you want, and you have something I want. She wants to get Ozzy back, her son. 
And she reveals to Kai that Rudy's pinning, pinning against her, or pinning against him, and trying to get, you know, take over, get him overthrown. What the, whatever the fuck Rudy's plan is there, who knows? Who goddamn knows? Uh, I'm not exactly... Rudy was just expressing concern and just saying, like, my brother's losing his mind. I don't know why Allie turned him in. I guess she took advantage of a, a knowledge that Kai didn't have just to get her son back. I think that was the thinking there. Well, I know that's what the thinking was. I'm just saying, I don't know why she cared. I don't know why this mattered at all, but apparently it did. Anyway, uh, the the detective here that was going to fuck it, uh, uh, fuck Winter while Kai entered his, his anus. Yes, you have to scream the word anus like that. No microphone for it to take effect. Anus, uh, but he, he reveals his backstory about how he, how he met Kai. He busted him for forging fake prescriptions, and he's like, "You're gonna be my bitch. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna take a cut, seventy thirty, about all those all the money that you're making from dealing drugs." And then uh, they proceed to have gay sex, and then uh, so they're fucking. <laughs> just like Kai just breaks into his house, or sneaks in, and then a woman runs out, and then uh, she's like, "You can't even get it up." And then Kai goes in there, and you know they they fuck, and then uh, so that's how their relationship flowers. And then we see the detective. He attempts to rape uh, Winter in a, in a car. And Winter pulls a gun on him. She holds the handgun like the goddamn rifle, which drove me fucking insane. And she's just like holding it with her, her hand under the barrel. Oh, my God. It's so weird. It wasn't that big of a gun. She could just hold it. It was so odd. And then she shoots him in the fucking head. And then he's dead. So that's another character gone. And then uh, Kai... Goes downstairs, they have Rudy uh, uh, tied to the ground, or tied up, or held down. I don't think he's tied up. Uh, him and Beverly are sitting there. Uh, Kai's questioning Rudy, and he's like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And then Kai cuts off his finger, and then he starts freaking out. And then Kai stabs him and kills him. And then uh, it's revealed that Winter lied to Kai about the sh- cop shooting. And she said that Beverly shows up. We even see a little uh, what-if scenario, like her story version where... The window's down, and then I like the. I always love when they do my version of the story, which is a lie. And when Kai's like, or uh, Winter's like, well, I will eat this because my brother said to. Like, I always do what my brother says. And then a gun comes out of nowhere from Beverly and shoots the cop in the head. I, lo- I love when they do the. Her version is like totally fabricated to make her look the best. I love that shit. Anyway, yeah, she's taken away to the isolation chamber, which you never see. And, and apparently, in this cult, they just have an isolation chamber. Whoever the fuck that means. Is it just a closet, or do they build an actual chamber? I can't see this company building an actual chamber. The, at least, the, say, whatever you want to say about the Space Monkeys from Fight Club, they are very organized. They are very determined to get their point across and do whatever they have to do. They even, like, knock a ball down to go into a Starbucks. Like, this huge, massive statue ball. Planned out the trajectory, and they got all this shit. They got the those little pamphlets they put in the plane. They did all this, all this work. This this group, this group, this company, this crew doesn't seem like they do a goddamn thing other than to stab somebody. That's really as far as they're willing to, to work. That's as hard as they're willing to work. That's as far as they're willing to go. Is how I meant to say that. It doesn't seem like they're too motivated. It doesn't seem like they're too planned out. It just seems like they're kind of just going. Hmm, that guy's not... Let's kill that guy. Let's stab that guy a bunch of times wearing clown masks. Yeah, that's our plan. So I, I can't imagine they would have built a chamber. So I think they just threw the bitch in a closet is what I'm getting to. I think they just threw her in a closet. Maybe like a... Who knows? Maybe maybe they had a shed out back. Maybe like a, a like an old uh, outhouse just for a little bit. Like throw in the poo like in uh, Orange is the New Black Season 5. I don't know. It doesn't seem like they built something though. So calling it an isolation chamber, I can almost guarantee... 
is is an extreme example. They're using the worst lingo they can because, like, do you call it? It's like it's like when people call their toilet, or their their bathroom, their water closet. It's like that's a bit fancy. <laughs> it's 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 the bathroom. It's a the restroom, if you will. I don't do so much resting in the restroom. I don't know. I don't know why they call it that. Anyway, I need to move on. They uh, they reveal that Allie is the new member, and that's how the episode ends. Allie's in the group. Woo! Isn't that crazy? And she just stares at Ivy, and then Ivy's like, "What the fuck?" And then Allie's in. Whoa! And the episode ends. And I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care that Allie's really in the group." I like that Allie's from here. I like that. She, I like what they do with it. But when this reveal happened, I was like, "Yeah, I knew it was gonna be her." Okay. Like <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't surprising. I just saw her talking to Kai and giving him secrets, and I assumed he would bring her in to get the, the son back. So, yeah, I, I knew that. Anyway, it didn't matter, but uh, she's in the group now, and what she does from here on out is pretty badass. I, lo- I love what they do with her character. Finally, they're, they're not, she's not just screaming. So it makes all that screaming in the beginning where she's a goddamn lunatic with a ton of fears, it makes the, all the annoyingness worthwhile. So now we finally get around to uh, developing her character and, and getting some... Uh, some challenges under the way. I, I like it. I like what they're doing with it. Anyway, end of this episode, go to liwstudios.com. Go there. Uh, check out all the different podcasts we have in there. We have LIW, this show here, LIW uh, Walking Dead Review, uh, Westworld Review, which I finally wrapped up season one, uh, like a year later. Anyway, uh, the what the fuck are the name of the show? Is the Incredible Negative Man? We have the, the LIW, the Twilight Zone Review, which I do with Frank. Check that show. It's getting it's starting to gain a lot of traction. It's really starting to pick up. Uh, people are really loving it. It's uh, We just review each episode in a way that you've never heard before because I am a filthy, filthy, filthy person. And Frank is as well. And we just tear that show apart uh, in the best way. We love that show. And we just... Uh, I like to break down exactly what's happening if it doesn't make sense. And we just go. We just kind of uh, keep going with it. And it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Anyway, uh, we also have the Twitter for it, which is LIW, the TZ review. Go subscribe or whatever the hell you, you do on Twitter to that, go follow it. It's called follow on Twitter, right? I, I'm bad at Twitter. I let Frank handle the, t- the Twitter. I'm bad at it. He understands it. And go, Frank, go. Anyway, go check those uh, those shows out there. A bunch of video shows as well. All those video shows are also available on YouTube.com slash Loitering in Wonderland. If you can just go there and subscribe and then never go back on there, that's fine. I just need subscribers just so I can do live shows. I would appreciate it. Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Anyway, uh, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.